and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. We've got a special episode coming your way today. This is the special Pitch Taco Week special. I'll be joined by a special guest from the pitch, and we're going to discuss what we discuss every week here on Taco the Town, Kansas City and tacos. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my doctor says it's the right time to talk about it. Like I said before, we've got a special episode coming your way today. We're going to share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town, the Taco Week special. The Pitches March edition is its Taco Week edition. Kansas City Taco Week is March 19th through the 25th. Enjoy Kansas City's favorite specialty tacos for half off all week long. Participating Taco Week restaurants include Port Fonda, Mission Taco Joint in Kansas City, Harvey's at Union Station, El Fagon, The Well, Unforked, Red Door Wood-Fired Grill, Taco Republic, Cluster Truck, The Lucky Taco, which is at the Argosy, Scott's Kitchen and Catering at Hangar 29, which I hear is very good. I hear all of these are very good. Brew Lab, Misobe, which is an Ethiopian restaurant that's going to have tacos. That's very interesting and fun. And El Patron, Cocina and Bar. Remember to save the date, the week of March 19th through 25th. It's Taco Week and it's Taco Tuesday all week long. special treat as we start the show we received a voicemail taco review from friend of the show you might remember him from episode number one michael mcmillan actor from crazy ex-girlfriend true blood what i like about you who wanted to send us a quick review of a recent taco bell visit he heard the last episode with guest and fellow friend eric danielson who gave taco bell a less than satisfactory taco review so michael wanted to visit his neighborhood taco bell out in hollywood and give us his thoughts as he ate the tacos in his car Michael used to frequent Taco Bell quite a bit, but in the last 20 years, he's not been a regular Taco Bell customer, so he has missed out on a lot of the new Taco Bell creations, such as the Doritos Locos Tacos and the Gordita and the Chalupa. So here is Michael's voicemail review of his recent reunion with Taco Bell. Here we go. Let's play that voicemail. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave. It's your old pal, Michael McMillan here. And I'm trying something that I'm a little scared of. I'm in the Taco Bell drive-thru. And I'm getting two Taco Supremes, which was my old school fave, plus a cheesy Gordita Supreme and a Doritos Locos Taco. Now, my old friend Eric Danielson shared a memory of He and I bonding over skipping school and going to Taco Bell. And then he slammed Taco Bell. So I'm here to try some new things in the Taco Bell drive-thru. Unsolicited, I might add. You have not asked me to do this. And I'm sorry if I'm crossing a line. But uh, I'm going to give you my review of my memory 
of Taco Bell paired with the new wave Taco Bell that's taking place. So stay tuned. Uh, I'll be back with my opinion of Taco Bell. Maybe this can be a new segment on the show. Michael takes on Taco Bell. Just a thought. You don't have to take it. I'll be right back. I'm a little worried. Bye. Hey, Dave. It's Michael. Clearing my throat of the first two tacos I ate. So here was my approach. I parked in my driveway to really gather, you know, the sense of solitudeness to eat my Taco Bell bag. Now, as I said, I got four things, a ta- two Taco Supremes and a taco. Oh, man, I already forgot it. A, uh, a Doritos Lo- Locos taco and then a, a taco. Was it called a taco? Gordita's Crunch, I think. I don't think I've said it correctly because I originally I said it was a taco gordita supreme here's the thing I already have acid reflux also uh I decided to take the approach with a uh blind grab so I parked the car in my drive way and then I reached into the bag and I grabbed the first taco that I touched and it was the Taco Supreme. It was delicious. But here's what I have to say. All the memories come back and I love the Taco Supreme. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. It is like a lover that you know will cheat on you. But what makes it so good is that sour cream and the crunch. Then the next one I grabbed was the uh, Gordita Crunch, which is a soft, fat, soft taco wrapped around a Taco Supreme. Maybe not even a Supreme. I think it was just a regular crunchy taco. It's all a blur. And then, but pasted together with like a real obnoxious nacho cheese. Here's what I have to say. I would have preferred the crunchy shell be on the outside and have that quilty. It's a quilt of a soft shell, by the way. That quilty soft shell be on the middle because I was sort of disturbed by the quilt being on the outside of a taco because it felt like I was trying to eat a taco that was tucked under a blanket. Flavor-wise, pretty solid, except the cheese paste was a little too neon orangey yellow, if you know what I mean. I'm, I have to get off now because I'm going to burp. I'm going to reach back into the bag and eat the next two tacos in the order that I grab them. Okay, so round two. First taco I grab, Taco Supreme, which was great because it kind of acted like a palate cleanser. And uh, this time through, I thought, 
two things. One, the sour cream makes the taco supreme what it is. And that's what I really crave when I remember Taco Bell. I think the sour cream sells it. And then the second thing is, and maybe it was because I'd let the taco cool, but it reminded me of your discussion with Eric Danielson that, um, you know, when moms didn't know they could heat up a taco shell, that taco shell tasted fairly cool. And it made me wonder if Taco Bell heats up their crunchy shells. And if they don't, they should. But if they don't, it's it's still tasty. Then I reached back into the bag and I pulled out the Doritos Locos taco, which I have to say was not loco enough. Upon, and I'm sorry if I'm popping my peas, but upon unwrapping the taco, I found a taco holder, which is unique compared to the first three tacos that I unwrapped. And it said, Cool Ranch, Nacho Cheese, Spicy. Well, which is it? Am I eating a Cool Ranch shell, a Nacho Cheese shell, or a Spicy Hot shell? It tasted like none of the above. I was expecting a Dorito Experienzo. Apologies to the Spanish-speaking culture. But in all seriousness, like it just tasted like a tangy shell. It wasn't bad, but the taco itself didn't have that sour cream punch. So, I mean, I could take it or leave it. Like, it wasn't daring enough. I was scared. I was thrilled and scared to taste that taco. And it, it ended up being a little limp, if I'm being honest. So I would rank my take on Taco Bell. One is this. Taco Supreme reigns supreme. Then you got your cheesy gordita crunch. Because it's a little bit more daring than third place. The Locos, Doritos Locos, which was boring, boring, boring. Let's get crazy. Like Michael Keaton said in the 1989 classic film Batman, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And Doritos Locos Taco, you're not getting nuts. Anyway, uh, that is my hot take. On Taco Bell, if you'd like more of these reviews, <laughs> DM me. Uh, and if if you don't use this at all, that's fine. But uh, I just wanted to preserve my Taco Bell memories with these reviews. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. I'll taco to you very soon, Dave. Keep up the good work. Love you, KC. Mwah. Bye. Thanks for that informative and heartfelt review, Michael. If uh, you're like Michael and you want to send us a quick voicemail taco review of you eating tacos in your car, just record yourself and send it to tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. 
and we'll get it on the show. Let's meet this week's guest. She's here to break down everything about Taco Week. She is the new owner and publisher of The Pitch. She has worked in local media and marketing for nearly 20 years, a self-proclaimed local media nerd. Becoming a publisher at an alternative news magazine in her hometown is her dream come true. She and her husband, Adam, have a spoiled, rotten corgi named Tyrion. Yes, that Tyrion. You might see her around town with headphones at any given time because of her addiction to podcasts and audiobooks, which she's always up to taco about. She hasn't met a vintage dress that she didn't love, and she especially likes wearing them when eating tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town, Stephanie Carey. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. And I want to say thank you for your support of Taco the Town. Well, I was just tickled to discover you via Twitter. And That's that where you first heard of, of the yeah, show? Yeah, I discovered your taco podcast, Kansas City. It was like everything all meshed together in this perfect little package. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I knew there were some taco lovers out there, and I'm glad that we we found you. And, and you've really, you know, helped spread the word about the show, and we really appreciate that. Well, you know, you are um, definitely helping us out with Taco Week, and we appreciate that as well. So I hear you're going to be in the pitch. Yeah, I, I guess so. When is that issue hitting the stands? We hit stands on March 7th. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, March 6th, then you need to go out tomorrow and get the Taco Week issue of yes. the pitch. And the pitch comes out once a month now. Correct. The new revamped, shiny. Glossy. Glossy. Is that glossy, glossy pitch? Is the word, but I like shiny. Shiny. Yeah. Although shiny makes me feel like I didn't do my makeup right or something. Like oh, my yeah. Nose is yeah. Shiny. Right. But no, no, we'll take it. Sparkly. <laughs> I'll take sparkly. So you and your husband, Adam, are Kansas City natives and you recently purchased the pitch. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and, and, and what made you want to purchase the pitch and what we can expect from the pitch now that you guys are the owners. Well, I have been in the media, local media industry most of my career. I started off as a journalism and uh, we were talking earlier before we went on the air here that I worked in local radio in North Carolina. So I have a really huge passion for local media. But about seven years ago, I started working for a software consulting company where I got to get involved in the association that the pitch is a part of, which is the Association of Alternative News Media. And I got to go to their conference a couple of times a year. I started to meet other publishers and I thought, oh, that would be so cool. That's really right up my alley. And so the stars aligned and things happened and I we got the deal done. Um, my husband has been incredibly supportive and involved in this whole process. He would be here tonight. Um, he even had his taco socks on, but our dog had to have some teeth pulled. Oh, sorry. you know, and so, yeah. you know, you don't want to leave the pet after anesthesia. Or right. Something. Yeah. So, so he's here in spirit. Uh, and uh, so he's a really active in what we call carry media, which is our parent company. So but he did wear his taco socks today. So. He's wearing them. Spreading the word about Taco the Town on his feet. Yeah, you should have Taco the Town socks that you can buy on your site. You know, I've got a t-shirt going. Socks are the next thing. I have a t-shirt for you. Oh. So don't let me forget to give that to Ooh, you. I love a Taco the Town t-shirt. Oh, I'm so going to wear that. <laughs> you have said that you're going to preserve the pitch's independent alternative voice. And you said you're going to increase the focus on local news stories. Are there any other changes or things you're going to bring to the table with the new pitch? Yeah. So for um, advertisers, we're bringing a lot of new digital opportunities for them to be a part of it. And to really, our whole thing is audience engagement. 
So we don't think about the pitch as just this magazine that comes out and sits on stands, which it does, and it's great. Um, and I hope you'll pick one up tomorrow if you're listening now. But we think about it as an audience. So it's the person that picks up the magazine um, from the stand and then the person that like subscribes to the email or the person that likes us on social media or engages with us on Twitter or uploads a photo to Instagram and uses the hashtag our pitch, which is the hashtag we're trying to get around Kansas City to show people that it really is a community publication now. It's locally owned again for the first time in over 25 years. And we want everyone to really feel connected to it. So that's why we came up with the hashtag Our Pitch. So that's really kind of what we want to do. So I've got a couple ideas yeah. uh, of my own. Yeah? Are they taco-related? Uh, no. Okay. These are just <laughs> off the top of my head. Okay, go. Here are my ideas for the pitch, for the new pitch, okay. or for your pitch. I'm Let's throwing these out here. This is, a, this is a regular occurrence for me, by the way. So okay. I'm, I'm ready. Oh, I just knocked that in. Okay, so remember the old back page? Uh-huh. Is it still on? Is this? Is we there still, still have, a back page? We still have a back page. It's a little different now. It's kind of a classified. Classified kind of. slash still some traditional back page escat. I'd love to see a return of Red Meat, the cartoon, if it's still around, or any other kind of cartoon okay. page. But also, maybe bring the back page to the front. Oh. So you can read all those weird <laughs> back page requests first. I'm not sure my mother would like that. <laughs> I like, think she might have a, I think she ignores that part of my publication. Okay. <laughs> that was always my favorite part is reading it the is weird messages of the back page. It is entertaining. Um, and you know, it's a service we provide. Yeah. So yeah. I won't say any more than that. I'm just going to end it there. Maybe like, you know, it was always a good place to find like selling an old mattress, you know, meet me on the corner of this street. Right. Before Craigslist. Right. Yeah. It was kind of like that. I'd love to have a, like a, our version of missed encounters. Like. Exactly. Yeah. Missed connections. Yeah. 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 New missed connections. Like, hey, saw you at the. Roastery. Roastery. You were wearing a stocking cap and cowboy boots and white pants. That's kind of a weird combination. But yeah. Okay. That was very specific. <laughs> so yeah, that would be fun too. Those are just a couple ideas. I love them. Just I love them. Couple. I'm not sure I can bring the back page front. Yeah, that would that would be a game changer. It, and it might be might it, be a game changer that sends the pitch exactly. down. Yeah, I'm not sure so, we're gonna do that. Yeah, just forget what forget I but said. But it's that. hilarious nonetheless. <laughs> so you said you're gonna do more pitch events? We are. We have our pitch events. We've already done one since I've been um driving steering the ship, whatever you say, in charge, whatever. Um, brunched. And that was really, really fun. Um, and this taco week is our first virtual event since I've been there. And by virtual, I just mean you can go to any of the participating restaurants and it's half off tacos anytime during the week. It's not at one location, but our, we do have events that are ticketed that you can go to a single location, try food in real time, be with your friends, have a, a couple of drinks. And so that's a little bit different. Cool. What gave you the idea for taco week? Well, I'm going to be really honest with you. It was already on the plan okay. when I bought it. Okay. And I thought it was a great idea. And I looked at what some of the other markets were doing. Indianapolis, for example, um, had a taco week like last week or two weeks ago. And it kind of encouraged me that we could definitely do it. And it's been so fun to see people really get excited about it. And we're working with a lot of local businesses that aren't normally in the pitch. So it's really fun to see them get a little bit of a glory in this situation. I mean, you're a taco lover, so it's yeah. kind of, you know. 
No, I was really excited when I saw it because it was a new thing that they created and they were making their plans. I just hadn't seen it when I and then I bought it. I'm like, oh, we're doing a taco. Like, that's so cool. And it seems so obvious to do one. And wasn't there a pizza week? There's a pizza week and a burger week. Both have been wildly successful. Okay. So taco week's the next obvious big thing to do. And then maybe you'll do like a sub sandwich week. Possibly. That's not really, it's not really a hot I kind of want to do a French item. fry week. French fry week. Yeah. That's something. I'll take anyone's feedback on that if they think they would do it. Maybe a calamari week. Uh, I mean, I like calamari. <laughs> I'm just not sure it's got the, I'm not sure it's got the people flocking to it the way they are tacos. Onion, not, onion ring week. Um, um, maybe you could do like appetizer week. Oh, yeah. Because that's what you're really describing yeah, here. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or side dish week. Right. Mashed potato week. Around November. Right. But actually, it shouldn't be then because everyone's sick of them by that time. Right. You should do mashed potato week in like February. Right. That's a good month for mashed potatoes in my it's book. It's cold. Yeah. And you want comfort food. Yeah. Just really, really comforting. Yeah. Well, I can't wait till that edition comes out next yeah. February. And we'll give you all the credit <laughs> for it. So you said um, in an interview that you are a bad reality TV junkie. I am. And it's like really just the really bad reality TV shows like The Bachelor. The Bachelor. People love The Bachelor. Oh, it's horrible. But it's so it's like so horrible in that you can't stop watching it. What I really like is I like to watch The Bachelor and be on Twitter and read everybody else's funny, snarky comments and be in real time. This worked out really well for me this year because we we cut the cord on cable. So I have the antennas. And so I can only watch television in real time if I want to watch um, local t- television. And so uh, now I'm I'm just completely at the mercy of I have to watch all the commercials and everything. It, it like reminds me of my childhood. Like you have to plan around commercials. and But it's kind of nice. It's refreshing. Yeah. Plus, it's nice not to get that big old bill every month. <laughs> right. Well, I was thinking bad reality TV. I was thinking like the bad v- versions of The Bachelor, like Rock, uh, what is it? Rock of oh, Love. No. Uh, Brett Michaels. Was that Rock of Love on VH1? I don't know because I didn't watch. Um, okay. The Flavor Flav dating show. Those That's were bad pretty reality bad. Yeah. Shows. I knew it. Yeah. No, I never um, really watched those. I mean, I also like all the cooking shows. So Top Chef, which I'm way behind on. Um, and is that the one where the guy yells at the... No, that is... Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. And I kind of love Gordon Ramsay because he says things like, you sorry little goat. Like, he, like, cusses, but it's, like, in a way that's, like, so random. Like, how did you get goat? What's wrong with a goat? You know? They're cute. Well, yeah, and he yells at the little kids, too. Isn't there a kid's version of that? Where I can't he, watch that. I yeah. can't watch anyone yell at little children like that. Yeah. It seems like they're going to have trauma from it or oh, something. Oh, yeah, they will. You're like, they will. <laughs> you say you love podcasts and audio books. What are some of your other favorite uh, podcasts that you, that you listen to besides Taco the Town or yep. T3, as the kids are calling it these T3? days? T3? The I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a new thing that I didn't know. But, you know, I'm old, so. Yeah, kids are like writing it on their on their shoes. They're saying T3. Is yeah. there a hand sign? I feel like there or might like, be. Or like, I heart sign. T3. Yeah, there's a hand sign. We're doing. Okay, we're doing We're doing it. T3 hand yeah. signs right now. Yeah, we'll take a picture on social media. And yeah. Post it later. We'll put it on Instagram. Hashtag our pitch. <laughs> <laughs> T3. Hashtag T3. So I really like true crime podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, there's a local podcast that it's not local. It's a national podcast, but the guys are local called The Generation Y. 
and they taught they take every episode they take an old true crime case and they just talk about it dissect it decide what they think about it and it's it's well done you know they don't need a lot of you know it's not like when you watch true crime some true crime television where they have the voiceover like and then she walked into the house late at night you know it's not that it's just they're talking about it and they show the same 10 clips coming up. over and over and over oh again. my my pet peeve because i'm a dateline fan too but my pet peeve with it is coming up like don't tell me what's coming up in four minutes right. i can wait that long yeah just go to commercial and use that time use that you time just said the more. coming up to do more story exactly yeah. thank you Let's talk about your personal taco history. Tell me about growing up in Kansas City. What was your family's go-to taco place? Were you raised in a taco-eating family? Tell me about your your taco experience growing up. My taco experience was my mom making tacos. We didn't go out to eat a lot. And when we did, it was typically Italian or American food or like Tippins. You remember Tippins? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of one of our go-tos because my dad would say, well, you can get a soda pop or a piece of pie at the end of this meal. And of course, you're going to save it for a piece of pie. Anyway, so my mom cooked a lot. And so I would say my first experience with tacos would be my mom's cooking, which was good. Probably not the authentic kind, but. Are we talking like old El Paso style or out um, of the she box? Probably seasoned, I'm guessing she seasoned it herself because she wasn't really big on um, processed foods. Even before that was not. Even before not being into processed foods was cool. My mom was a trendsetter in that way. So I think we, but we probably did have the crunchy shells. Yeah. But she also did fajitas. But I know we're not here to talk about fajitas. That's for my other podcast. Okay. Fun with fajitas. I like fajitas. I oftentimes order them when I go out. I went through a fajita phase, but that was, I think that was like late high school, early college. You know, mm-hmm. I was experimenting. Incredible year. Yeah. And with fajitas. <laughs> So is it Fajita Friday? Some places do have Fajita Fridays. Do they? Yeah. Huh. Fun. Yeah. I mean, fajitas are always fun. They sizzle. They do. People like the sizzle. It takes up a lot of room on the table, though. I mean, you got to Oh, yeah. And you can't touch it because you'll burn yourself. Right. And I always really worry about the people bringing it to the table that they're going to burn themselves. So. I mean, now you're making me want fajitas. I'm sorry. And I haven't, you know, I got to stay on topic. I got to stay on tacos. So my first taco experience would probably be my mother cooking. (laughs) Okay. And then I went off to Eastern Tennessee for college and there weren't a lot of. That was like a small mountain town, right? It was a small mountain town. It was a religious school, which really doesn't have anything to do or not do with tacos. Um, I feel like Jesus liked tacos. Just throwing it out there. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But not a lot of tacos there. We probably went to Taco Bell if we did anything. And then I went to Eastern North Carolina and I worked at a newspaper. And right behind the newspaper, there was this Mexican restaurant called El Tapatio. And that was our go-to. I probably ate there four times a week. I'm not even embarrassed to say it. We went there so often that we would send each other one-line emails that just said lunch. And it wasn't, it was just understood that lunch meant we're going to El Tap. we, We called it El Tap. And uh, Wednesday, or one of the nights they did a margarita special back when I was so young and such a lightweight, and we would drink margaritas, and then my the, the sports reporters would be our designated walkers because we lived across the street, so they would walk us across the street so we didn't do any damage to ourselves. But the, yeah, so I would say I, I did order ta- authentic tacos there. Um, I mixed up my orders, so I, I won't say I always ordered tacos, but 
I ate at El Tap so often, I ate my way through the menu like several times around. <laughs> Growing up, did you have a favorite Kansas City taco place? I did not because I don't think my family really knew like knew enough you just about went authentic. To... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever hang out like in high school? Did you ever hang out at Kentaco Hut? I did. I did. But I never ate there because that wasn't it wasn't cool to eat there. You oh, know? you just hung out in the parking lot? Yeah. Or we uh, um cruised. Yeah, cruised Rosanna Square. Yeah. 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 So now it's a uh, just a Kentaco. Yeah, it's a Kentucky Fried Taco Bell. Yes. Kentaco. They they got rid of the hut. Yeah, no more hut. Uh, yeah, they got rid of the hut. Uh, so. So you used to hang out, you know, outside your car, you know, eating. Sometimes. Maybe. Not eating. Not eat. No eating. You couldn't be seen eating. It just wasn't cool. <laughs> maybe it's a girl thing. Like I'm not gonna eat. So did you ever go cruise the Fay in Olathe? No. I you, said you, that so strongly, <laughs> didn't I? I'm like, no. You just stayed in Rosanna Square. We stayed in the 119th area. That okay. was really, really cool back in high school. So you never ate when you cruised? No, we ate before. Okay. Every once in a while, we would go to Applebee's late at night. Right. Yeah. And I would get chicken fingers with french fries. Did you ever try to get them to serve you beer at Applebee's? No, because I was a good girl. I did oh, you not were a good, drink. Okay. I was in the right. um, president of the Bible Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's the first place I think that a lot of people got their beers. They'd get those big Brutuses really? at Applebee's. They yeah. Served? Oh yeah, you could you could bring a fake in there for really? sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so before we get started on our taco review, I like to check the taco ticker and see what taco news stories are hitting the streets and get your opinion on them. Uh, you want to check the taco ticker with I me? I want to check the taco ticker. All right. Don't let's say do that it. ten times fast. <laughs> Okay, taco ticker story number one. A new taco destination has opened in the Kansas City neighborhood of Brookside, the Brookside Barrio. A Mexican kitchen and bar opened up last week in the former space occupied by the restaurant Julian. It's run by restauranteur Chris Riddler, who also owns Soul Cantina on Martini Corner and Zocalo on the Country Club Plaza. Riddler describes Brookside Barrio as an inviting and playful Mexican restaurant serving classic Mexican dishes and specialty tacos seven days a week for lunch, dinner, and brunch on the weekends. Ooh, taco brunch. Yeah, does that sound like a place you'd like to check out? I certainly will check it out. I'm down to check out all taco restaurants. I, You know, I won't say I've never been a taco I didn't like. You're very gracious with that <laughs> statement, but I do So love you have had bad tacos before? I say I have for sure yeah I mean um I can't do like really like chewy meat or like if it's grizzly I can't do that because ooh grizzly tacos yeah not bear just yeah you know when you're like right. chew 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 I don't like that I also don't love it when the thing completely falls apart on me yeah that's a taco no no a taco no no uh it's not the best case scenario that's for sure yeah well, this sounds like a great place. I'd love to check it out. That's a great neighborhood. I mean, Jalapenos is just down the street mm -hmm. there in Brookside. Is there any other places in Brookside you'd like to go eat? Oh, I haven't been out in Brookside. Oh, there's an Italian place, but we're not talking about Italian, so. Well, you can if you want to. I mean, there's a good Italian place. I like Italian food a lot. All right, taco ticker story number two. There were a couple taco-centric holidays recently. I guess you can call them holidays. More like a Twitter holiday, really. Last Thursday was National Margarita Day. Mm. Now, in your, in your opinion, who has the best margarita in Kansas City? That's hard. Mm. Maybe who has the strongest margarita in Kansas City that you've experienced? I would say I've gotten in, how about this? I've gotten in trouble 
with margaritas at Rudy's. Rudy's, okay. Yeah. So those have gotten me before. Right. But I like, uh, this is a typical, you know, girl thing. I like the skinny margarita because I like to pretend like I'm not drinking as many calories as I really am. Plus, I also like things not quite as sweet. So that's my favorite kind of margarita. Yeah, we should do a, uh, we should do a margarita episode where we just go out and. You should get a margarita machine, bring it into the studio (laughs) and try to finish it. See what happens. Okay. Maybe our Cinco de Mayo episode, we can do a big margarita uh, taste off. For sure. But we have Margarita Wars in August at the pitch. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully you'll be there. You should record a podcast live from there. Is that a live event? It is. I'd love to. Is this an invite? It is. Okay. I'm there. I can do a show there, a live show. I think it's a Saturday. I don't remember what day of the week it is, but I'll get you the details. Now, this is where you have a margarita in your hand and you fight people. (laughs) Right. Yeah, sure. No, it's where local restaurants compete for the best margarita. Oh, it's just like a taste thing. Yeah, but there'll be food there. So you want something to soak up those margaritas. Okay. Yeah. So there's food and margaritas. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's no physical. No, we're not bringing that component to. I didn't get the insurance for that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd love to be there. That sounds great. I think you should record a live podcast. I'll do it. I'm there. All right. I mean, I might even have my Taco the Town uh, white windowless van ready by then. Nice. That I can pull up in. Will you be selling taco socks yet? Maybe. That's a goal. That's a goal. By August, you said? Yeah. We can get on that. I got a guy on that. I'll get a guy on that. It's a good time for margaritas because it's hot. You know, you want something kind of refreshing. Oh, yeah. So that'll be good. Second holiday that was in the last week. Last Saturday was National Tortilla Chip Day. In your opinion, who has the best chips and salsa in Kansas City? Now, this is a tough one. This is really tough because chips and salsa are about my favorite food. They're on the top. It's like popcorn, cheese, and chips and salsa, like in that order. Is there a special chips and salsa that you've had recently where you were just kind of knocked your taco socks off? Oh, gosh, I just love chips and salsa so much. Um, oh, that was in an airport. Just kidding. <laughs> Not in Kansas City. <laughs> but I had really good salsa in an airport recently. And it was like a mix of the green salsa and the red salsa kind of together. Okay, wow. And it yeah, really sounds worked. great. It really worked. Um, and uh, I took some chips. Or not chips. I took my quesadilla with me on the plane. And I had had so much chips that I didn't even eat my dinner. Took it on the plane? Yeah, I got a little to-go thing because... Ooh, nice. Yeah, well, yeah. You had a layover, so... <laughs> I mean, I think Jalapeno's has great chips and salsa. Uh, Chewy's has great chips and salsa. Jalapeno's I, is, you know, they have... um, They just keep bringing them. They're so good. Yeah, I love it when they... I mean, that's the one thing I love about it is there's never an empty chip basket or salsa. In. Have you ever been tempted to lick... The wax paper at the bottom of the chip bag has got all the salt on it, or is it just me? You know, I never have. Oh, uh, I guess it's just me. It's just you. <laughs> I'll be sure not to do that in public. <laughs> like I've said, I've never met a taco I didn't like. I don't think I've had bad chips and salsa. At least I don't. It doesn't burn into my memory. I mean, even Chili's has a decent chips and salsa. I yeah. hate to say it because I'm a local, local person. Chili's is, yeah, that's But good. I do like an airport Chili's. So, it's got to be an airport Chili's. It makes me feel better about my choices because I don't, if I'm in an airport, I don't know what's local. So I'm not not supporting local. So then I don't have the guilt and shame that comes from going to a chain restaurant. So then I can fully enjoy my Chili's experience. 
Now I'm hungry for chips and salsa. Yeah, that does sound good. And we've got some here. What? I brought a couple of tacos, uh, taco selections and chips and salsa from some of my favorite taco places in town. And we're going to- Taco Smorgasbord. Yeah, because we're going to review my top five from my article that's going to be in the pitch in a couple weeks. Or or March 7th. Tomorrow. Look for it. Pick it (laughs) up. Look for my face eating a taco and you know you're in the right place. That's right. Uh, let's close up the taco ticker. Close it up. Let's get out these tacos and uh, and do a little taste test. Okay. And this chips and salsa because yeah. talking about it has made me very hungry. Yeah, that sounds really good. Let's do it. All right. So we've got these tacos here. They're from my top five. These are two places that out of my two top of five. five. Yeah. And you have actually some Taco Via memories that we didn't really talk about. It triggered it. I was just like, oh my goodness, I haven't seen that in a minute. So these are Taco Via tacos and I've got some jalapenos tacos. So tell me your Taco Via memories. I triggered something, didn't I? Yeah, it was almost like a light bulb went off. So um, in high school, my first job when I was 15, because I couldn't drive yet, was at Baskin Robbins. And there was a Baskin Robbins at 95th and Antioch. And there was a Taco Villa around the corner. And remember when I told you my mom was really healthy and didn't like a lot of processed food? So it was a novelty for me to be able to eat, quote unquote, fast food. Okay. So I'd never had it before. And we had it on our, our breaks because it was convenient. It was affordable for our budgets. And it was kind of like a guilty pleasure. And so this is, I forgot how good it is. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is probably, you know, besides Taco Bell, one of the first tacos I ever had growing up was Taco Villa. My mom would take us there, yeah. Your mom was cooler than my mom. My mom loved Taco Villa. It was this life. I know, it was a taco, it was a taco life. Did you ever get the cheese at Taco Villa? Oh, yeah. The melty cheese? Yeah. I don't want to call it queso because... I feel like that's a, like a little bit of an insult to queso. <laughs> well, yeah, they they call something they call like tostadas nachos at Taco Villa. Okay, um, I don't remember all the details. I just remember it was so good, especially to this girl who had never had anything like it before. I was asked to put together a list of the top five taco places I reviewed on the show so far. Um, it was a tough list to put together because there's so many taco places I haven't reviewed yet in Kansas City. I've only done 17 episodes. So these are just the top five of the places I've reviewed so far. And like I said, I've never met a taco I didn't like. I would like to talk to you in a year and see if your top five has changed. Oh, it it probably will for sure. But yeah, here's my top five. This is going to be in my article that's out in the pitch taco week issue. My number five is jalapenos in Brookside in South Overland Park. And we have a jalapenos taco here. I and see that. Be sure to try the ranch if I you want to. I put it on here, and this is a whole new thing. I've never had ranch on a taco before, but I trust you because you're the taco expert. Let me know what you think. This is a grilled pork soft taco with their crack ranch, okay. which is but called. Can I just say how Midwest it is that we're having ranch in our tacos? <laughs> it's very Midwest of us. Very I'm not much. complaining. I just think it's. This is off the secret menu. So, mm. yeah. It's good. How is that ranch? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a little chewy. I mean, in terms of like lots to chew before I speak. Not chewy in the bad way that I mentioned earlier. Good chewy. So yeah, number five is jalapenos. Number four is in a tub tacos. Oh, that's Wh- unique. Have you had in a tub? I've not had in a tub. Oh. I know about it. It's up north. 
used to travel with my last job, so I always drove past it. Very curious about it. Would love to try it. It's a Northland institution. You've got to try it. I mean, if you've driven past it, you've got to go in there sometime on your way to the airport, on your way back from the airport. I feel like it would be super good after airplane cocktails. For sure. Yeah? For sure. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, when you drink a cocktail in the air, it's like two times or three times the alcohol that you get on the ground because it's that altitude or something. And so that's why alcohol is just fun in the air. <laughs> Do they serve tacos on airplanes? Mm-mm. I've never been on an airline that served tacos, even to Mexico, which is very, very unfortunate. It sounds like a missed opportunity. A missed opportunity. But what if they did them? What if tacos suddenly became airplane food? Because nobody likes airplane food. So it's almost better for tacos that they don't do them. I feel like, yeah, airplanes would uh, murder them. Screw up tacos. Like it would, it would not even taste like a taco. I feel like. It would be not good. Number three on my top five is Tortilleria San Antonio. I've never been there. Which is amazing. Gotta go. It's on uh, Kansas Avenue, KCK. Mm. It's a grocery. Uh, It's it's nice. Delicious. You got to try the uh, pork tacos there. Okay. Um, I assume they don't have ranch. They might. They have a lot of different sauces, but I don't think ranch <laughs> is there. <laughs> I did not see any ranch. Yeah, it's not very authentic. No. Number two is Taco Villa. Okay. Which you're eating right now. Is, are the memories flooding back as mm-hmm. you eat that Taco Villa taco? We're eating the beef Taco Villa taco. Mm-hmm. Which is the classic. Did you ever eat anything else there? Did you eat a taco dog or a taco burger? No. I ate the yellow cheese and tacos. Pretty much. Probably um, whatever nachos are there. Chips, iter- some iteration of chips and cheese and whatever. <laughs> Have you been to the new fancy Taco Villa since no. they moved across the street? They tore down the old location on 95th. What? The menu is like digital. It kind of looks like Minority Report. You can like. Can you get a beer there? I don't think you could ever get beer at Taco Villa. Mm. Could you? No, but I feel like if they were going to, you know, make it fancy, why not get a liquor license? <laughs> Be a lot of drunk people there eating tacos. That's true. Uh, Taco Villa is a good food to eat. Probably, I've never had it before. No, yeah, they don't have a drive-through, so right, you have to go in and present. Yourself. Yeah, you have to be standing. Right, put <laughs> not on that your... you would ever be driving, but your designated driver would take you. Through. Your Uber. Your Uber. Have you ever gotten food from an Uber in an Uber? Like Uber Eats? No, Can I've you... done that. But have you ever been in an Uber? Taken and... an Uber to go get food. Not that I've done that, but like <laughs> been drunk in an Uber and said, stop and let's get food. No. Me neither. No, I'm not. I'm not there yet. Life goals. <laughs> Hashtag goals. Socks. And then drunkenly Uber drive throughing Make your Uber driver stop for food. Yeah. Make your Uber driver go through Taco Bell. So, and number one on my list is El Camino Real, mm-hmm. which is in KCK. I have been there. What'd you think? Oh, my husband and I go there regularly. Oh, cool. So you know what I'm talking about. It's so good. Yeah, we really like it. What do you get? I get the uh, El Pastor. That's the thing to get there. Yeah. I was almost testing you with that, wasn't I? Yes. You have a very <laughs> testing look on I'm your like, face. Mm, let's see what answer he gets. <laughs> Actually, we have friends from California that told us about it who said that it was the best El Pastor in Kansas City. And they, they should know because they're from California where they, I had never heard of El Pastor, to be honest with you, which, you know, whatever, I just haven't. And I went there, I liked it. So apparently it's spot on. Yeah. I mean, I've never had bad, a bad taco from there. 
It's delicious. They cut it right there in mm-hmm. front of you. They, they're cooking it and cutting it there. And it's just always on. I mean, and, and that's one of those places where you could eat probably nine or ten tacos in a sitting. Mm. Not not your experience? No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I, I can get two and a half. Two and, down, two and a half. Three down, maybe. But maybe I eat too many chips and salsa before. Okay, time. yeah. Because I like that you can put all the stuff in the salsa yourself. Right. We always get extra stuff to put in our salsa. What are some of your other favorite taco places in Kansas City that you, you know, I mean, you've mentioned to me that you love the Drunken Worm. Mm-hmm. And you also, um, we went to the Mission Taco Joint. Yes. Which is a newer place down in the crossroads mm-hmm. and had some great tacos there. Are there any more that just pop up when you're like thinking tacos, the first place besides well, El Camino Real? I do say that all the Taco Week partners are amazing and there's really not a bad one. And we're really glad that they're all working with us. I would say, um, I'll go back to um, some place that I've eaten a lot, which is Rudy's, and had good tacos there. Just because we used to live across the street from there, and so was in there all the time. So, unfortunately, they're not part of Taco Week, so we'll have to change that next year. Yeah, Rudy's is always a favorite. It comes up on a lot of the top really top five lists. Yeah, they're just really good. They're really good, and the 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 family that owns it is very nice, and they always remember me, and they're very friendly. So. I also like, I, I, I take away, like, as good as your food is, the experience almost matters just as much to me. Maybe during Taco Week, I will try to go to every one of the Taco Week sponsors. You so should. I had that goal, and then I thought, I'll gain 15 pounds. <laughs> I need my dresses to fit, my vintage dresses that you mentioned at right. the beginning of yeah. the show. I need those to fit me. You need to find a vintage dress that has tacos on it, like a pattern of tacos. I bet you could find a not vintage, but vintage style dress that has tacos on it. Like a newer dress. Mm -hmm, That's made. So I feel like Retro Vixen or one of those stores would sell that. So let's wrap up our taco taste test. What do you think of these tacos? Well, um, nostalgia first. For Taco Villa. Yeah, just pure nostalgia. Nostalgia in my mouth. <laughs> Which sounds horrible now that I've said it out loud. <laughs> but I'll let you decide if you're going to keep that or not. Um, and I like the ranch dressing with the pork taco. In fact, I'm going to pour a little more on because it's just so interestingly good. Taco Villa, you'd give it a how many oh, uh, it just gets out of like, five golden tacos? What would you give it? It gets four just for being nostalgic. And jalapenos? Oh, it gets it gets five just for being local and awesome. And I mean, they also have really good margaritas there too. I'll give them a shout out for that. Okay. They have a strawberry margarita that when you drink it, you'll actually get chunks of frozen strawberry up the straw. Strawberry chunks? hmm Oh, wow. Yep. Frozen chunks, but delicious. Okay. Easy so, to get a good brain freeze going. Right. Don't drink it too fast for many reasons. So to recap, the pitch's Taco Week special edition and promotion is running March 19th through 25th. The issue will be on the stands March 7th. hmm And you get to enjoy Casey's favorite specialty tacos for half off all week long. That's at Port Fonda Mission Taco Joint, Kansas City down on the crossroads, Harvey's at Union Station, El Fagon, The Well, The Well, Unforked, Red Door Wood Fired Grill, Taco Republic, Cluster Truck, 
The Lucky Taco at Argosy Casino, Scott's Kitchen and Catering at Hangar 29, Brew Lab, Miso Restaurant, and El Patron. If you're a taco lover like us, don't miss this amazing taco-tunity. <laughs> taco-tunity. Well, um, hopefully um, everyone will get to try maybe not every taco. Maybe that's, you know, a very big goal. But as many tacos as they want on the menu. We'll be right back after this break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Check out the latest music releases by Poster Children, Heidi Lynn Gluck, Sun Eaters, Panel Donor, and many more at lotuspool.com. Celebrating 25 years of music, that's lotuspool.com. Let me ask you a question. We know you like tacos, but do you like the paranormal? Ghost stories? Bigfoot? UFOs? extraterrestrials, cryptids like the Loch Ness Monster, the Dover Demon, and other unexplainable phenomenon? If you do, then you should listen to my new favorite podcast, The Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Bryce Johnson and Michael McMillan. Every episode, Bryce and Michael explore these topics and present stories from paranormal history with guests. I had the pleasure of being a guest on episode seven of The Bigfoot Collectors Club, so look for that episode. We talked about alien implants and abductions. In the time I faked a UFO landing in fifth grade. If you like Bigfoot, collecting, and clubs, then you'll love Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's Bigfoot Collectors Club. You can find it wherever podcasts and chupacabras are found. Now back to the show. I'd like to introduce a new segment to the show. This segment is called Town of the Taco. People always stop me in the streets and they say, Dave, we love the show. We love the podcast. Keep it up, man. We love your coverage of tacos, but we'd love it if you could cover some more about the town of the tacos, Kansas City. Mm -hmm. So here's a new segment of Taco the Town called Town of the Taco. I love it. I have some Kansas City topics written out on little strips of paper, and each show will have a guest pull a hot Kansas City topic out of our grab bag, and we'll discuss it. You want to give this a try? I do. It's a mug, though. Can we be honest? It's a nice little mug. It is. So I've got topics in here. Let's talk Kansas City. Let's do it. I'm going to let you pull a topic out of here. Don't don't look. Here we go. She's pulling a topic. Okay. Here we go. And you just say the topic, and we'll just we'll just start to talk about it. Favorite bar. Favorite bar. Okay, what's this your, is easy for me. What's your favorite bar? It's 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 my local. So I think a lot of people have their cheers, so to speak. And I've been upfront about this from the beginning and not to ostracize any of my pitch advertisers who I love. And I certainly love a lot of local bars, but my local, the place where I'm going, rain or shine, the place where my friends are, the place where they know my name <laughs> is the green room. Burgers. And oh yeah. Which it's is nice really place. funny because I'm not a big burger fan and I'm not a huge beer fan. I'm more of a cocktail fan, but I started walking to the grocery store and it's behind the sun fresh. And one day it was really hot. And I thought, oh gosh, a beer just sounds so good right now before I go in to the grocery store. And it became a thing. I became a regular there. And now I have all sorts of friends and I know the owners and they're great people. And they do advertise with us in the pitch. So thank you, Cindy for all, and Michael for all of your support <clears throat> right there on Pennsylvania. Behind in the kind of oh right attached to the Westport um, coffee shop. 
Yeah, and the comedy club, the yeah, improv comedy, com- yeah. There's a comedy club in there as well. I had my birthday party there, my 40th birthday party. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's the perk of being a regular. Do they have tacos there? They do, they do. Now, Cindy will say that, you know, don't go there for her tacos, go there, you know. But I like the tacos a lot. And what I really like about it is that you can order very customized thing. And the, the cooks are going to hate me for this, but you can get a little picky on them. and. And they'll make you something really great. Something off the menu? Yeah. Make it make it to order? Yeah. Yeah, they will. They also have a good nachos. Okay. What I like about it is I love going into Westport, but it kind of feels a little off the beaten path there. So It's right by that parking lot where mm-hmm. you can park there sometimes if Some, it's no. early enough. Yeah. Or do I you get towed to, if you park there? I have to hike in from okay. my house. But it's just more laid back. Sometimes I go out in Westport and I love it and I get dressed up and all dolled up and I have my makeup done. Sometimes you just want to go in your leggings and oversized sweatshirt. And eat a burger. And eat a burger or just drink a lot with your friends. Let's grab another topic. That, that was okay. fun. I, yeah. I like, I'm liking this. Okay. So let me shake it up here. Shake it up. Oh. Oops, I just lost the topic. Oh, here we go. Okay, did I get one? Okay. Coffee talk. Coffee talk. So what's your favorite coffee shop in Kansas City? Well, I feel like if we're going to talk coffee talk, I should give a shout out to my coffee famous experience. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I was caught on a hidden camera show at a coffee shop in Portland, Oregon. What? Two years ago. It's called What Would You Do with John Keenwanis. Oh, yeah. On ABC. It's like a Friday night show, right? Yeah. Sometimes re-airs. Yeah. On like a Tuesday or something. What, and what did you- my husband and I were there on vacation. And uh, it was next to a comic book store. And my husband wanted to go in. And I thought, oh, if I go get us a coffee, that's less time than I have to spend in the comic book store. So, you know, marriage is a beautiful thing. And you learn how to make these kinds of compromises. And for us, it's coffee instead of comic books for me. Um, so I go in and I ordered a nonfat latte and a black coffee to go. And the barista looks at me and he's just super deadpan. And he says, I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear any of that. And I honestly thought he maybe had been participating in something that's very legal in Portland and that maybe he was a little bit intoxicated on said substance. And so I don't know if this is an explicit rating or not. So I'm trying to be careful about how I talk. Um, if you want to drop some F-bombs, you can. Okay, well, I thought he was fucked up on some weed. And which is fine. I don't judge him for that. So I slowed down. And then he said, I'm sorry. All I heard was blah, blah, blah today. And you can check it out on YouTube. Just Google what would you do mean barista. And it's about seven minutes and about 4.15 I come on. I'm the last person. Apparently, I was very nice. Also, my lipstick looked really good. So I always <laughs> say if you get caught on a hidden camera show, make sure your lipstick looks good. And I know this is supposed to be about Kansas City and I'm talking about Portland, Oregon, but the story has to be told because it's just so funny. So. The one I always see has to do with like lost children right. in the street or there's like a dollar, like there's yeah, somebody money. left money. I've never seen the mean barista one. Well, I'll have to check that out. Please do. Let me know what you think. Do you have a favorite Kansas City coffee shop or a couple that you frequent? Um, well, now that the pitch is in the crossroads, I tend to go to Mildred's a lot because it's right there by the office and it's on the way in and I can justify just supporting local suddenly that latte habit doesn't seem like that's not a big deal so 
I'd say, you know, it's kind of where I go on the regular basis. So, and I'd never been there prior to owning the pitch. So it's kind of fun to be able to go in there. And they, they're also starting to get to know me. So cool. that's fun. Let's close up the town of the taco. Thanks for answering those Kansas City questions. Happy to. And now it's time to get serious. It's time for taco topics. Let's get to our serious taco questionnaire. This is called Taco Topics. Okay. I want to get I'm getting nervous. into your into your head oh and get your innermost thoughts on tacos. Okay. Here we go. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? Fresh. Ingredients, shell. It's overall freshness. Freshness. Yeah. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? I knew you were going to ask me that tonight. And then I was trying to make a answer in my head. The thing is, is I think it's a mood thing. Like, you're in the mood for hard shell or you're in the mood for soft shell. What'd you enjoy tonight? The hard shell or the soft shell? I liked them both. I haven't finished the soft shell. I'm trying not to stuff my face on microphone, but. That's always a problem. I know. But yeah, no, they're both really good. Depends on the mood? Definitely. Are you a hot or mild salsa person? Hot. Hot, okay. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Probably Italian food, French fries, or cheese. What's your favorite Italian place in Kansas City? Oh, it's so hard to pick because they're all so different. I will say that I love that we have Lydia's here in Kansas City because we have this super talented national chef who picked our city to open one of her two restaurants in. So it's super cool that she's here and supporting our local scene. So I really do love that. But there's so much good Italian here. You know, it's it's hard to say, you know, my husband and I had our rehearsal, di- rehearsal dinner at Cupini's, which is um, at 43rd and State Line. And that's also really good. So you really like I love Italian, but I make a lot of Italian at home. So I do a lot of cooking. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Yes, absolutely. I, I think we're getting to the level of diversity in our community that's bringing in all sorts of foods from all over. And so I'm really um, just absolutely blown away with our taco community, our Hispanic community. I think we have great roots and I can't say anything more, just that they're really great. Is there something taco wise that you think Kansas City's missing or you think oh. we're, we're doing pretty good? Um, well, no, I think we're doing it pretty right here because we have, we have everything from authentic to creative, which, you know, some places are doing plays on tacos. And, you know, you mentioned um, Miso, which is part of Taco Week, and it's a Caribbean Ethiopian place. So, you know, you're getting all sorts of different types of tacos here. Um, It spreads the gambit. So um, I really think we're doing it right. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Mm. I feel like maybe I've been on diets where I probably should have turned down tacos, but I didn't. That's the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. Because tacos. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag because tacos. Because tacos. Do you have any taco phobias? I think you might have answered this earlier. Taco phobias or taco no-nos. You said a, a, a shell that falls apart and then chewy ingredients. Yeah. Like meat that's just not good. Like I said, tacos should be fresh and the meat should be good and fresh. Um, no. I mean, that's. That's really it. I think, you know, it should be bright and flavorful. And if it's like a saucy taco, it should be in a flour tortilla. 
if it's a not so saucy taco, it should be in a corn tortilla. I have opinions about that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a thing, though. So the flour tortilla is much better for like a saucier taco because it upholds to that. But, uh, you know, a corn tortilla is more traditional. And for a good street taco, that's, you know, more meat based. That's just fresh off the, the grill and not so saucy. That's great. That's a unique taco philosophy. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was normal, but. Oh, I like it. <laughs> okay. So this is a speed round. Okay. Oh, gosh. I'm scared. This is just yay or nay questions. Okay. Taco pizza, yay or nay? Nay. Taco salad, yay or nay? Yay. Taco burgers? Nay. Taco dogs? Eh. That's an eh. Okay. Mini tacos? Yay. Choco tacos? Nay. Not a fan of the Choco tacos. No, I don't like a, a lot of sweets. Okay. So no dessert it's tacos. It's just like a waste of calories in okay. my book. Tacos with a chicken breast shell. Nay. I'm going to go nay on that. Tacos with a fried egg shell. Nay. Egg, egg tacos are good, but no. Put a real shell on it, please. Tacos served with french fries Yay. instead of tortilla chips. Yay. That's fun. So what I'm getting from you is you are, you kind of are a taco purist. Am I? If we were doing a quiz, would I get taco purist as my... Let me run this by you. Um, According to the book, The Taco Cleanse, there are four taco types. A taco purist, Mm -hmm. taco adventurist, Mm. a taco sentimentalist, and a taco contortionist. Which taco personality type are you? I'm I'm gonna go with taco purist. I think so. Out of all of the, I did, you didn't read any descriptions, but I'm just going with yeah. I'm I'm purist. Yeah, that's what I'm getting because you weren't. You said nay to a lot of the yeah, experimental I like, tacos. I don't like taco pizza <clears throat> because it's like pizza and tacos. Like just have one or the other. I don't know. I don't, I also yeah. I'll leave it there. I can't decide if I'm a taco adventurist or a taco sentimentalist. Mm, I think you might be a sentimentalist. You do have a podcast. You're right. And I like old tacos that I've eaten from my past. I think discovered so, the answer to this yeah. question. All right. Last question. What's your favorite song to listen to in your car when you're on your way to get tacos? Mm. Well, in my car, I have a tape player because I drive a 2003 Volkswagen Beetle. Cassette tape? Cassette tape. Like nice. tape player. And so I like to listen to tapes and I have some of my favorite hits from the 90s. So, of course, my friends know I like Dave Matthews Band, which I'm glad I didn't say this at the beginning of your podcast because people might have turned it off. Uh, but I also really like Journey, and I have Ario's Speedwagon tapes as well. And I'm <laughs> a huge Ario Speedwagon fan, so, yeah. I Maybe like- some can't fight this feeling anymore? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the perfect taco song, I think, like when you're on your way to get tacos. Because you're like, you can't fight this feeling anymore. You've forgotten what you started fighting for. It's time to bring this ship in. To the shore. To the shore. Yeah. Throw Throw away away the oars forever forever and eat tacos. (laughs) Exactly. That's a beautiful taco song. (laughs) I'll never see it another way. I won't either, actually. (laughs) Well, this is the time on Taco the Town where I let my guests ask me a taco question. I've I've riddled you with taco questions, so... Now is the time for you to ask me a taco question. This is called Taco to Me. Is there a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? Who is the guest that you would like to eat tacos with the most on your show? Oh, wow. Out of all my, so far, the 17 episodes? No, no, no. The one that hasn't, like the one. Hasn't been on yet. Yeah. 
So we'll do a call out for them and see if it works. Well, I'm really looking forward to someday in the future eating tacos with the mayor. Oh, Mr. James. Mr. Sly James. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there is a, is there a Kansas Cityan besides me and you that express their love for tacos as much as me and you do? Well, I would say the staff of the pitch, we're all really excited about tacos. So, but I don't know. If there is, they should tweet us. They should. I mean, I'm, I've sent out a call. I'm looking for taco lovers, you That's know? Right. So, you know, I, I'd love to eat tacos with the mayor. Maybe Len Dawson. That'd be fun. George Brett. Oh. Frank White. Now we're just going down a Royals. <laughs> now I'm just going to list all a, my favorite sports figures. He's wearing a Royals hat, too. <laughs> you know, any Royals player, uh, anyone that loves, any Chiefs player, anyone that loves tacos, I'm, I'm open to all Would taco you lovers. you have Hosmer back in Kansas City after he's left us for San Diego? Oh, he's never coming back. No. Would no. you have him, you wouldn't have him on the show to talk about Kansas City tacos versus San Diego tacos? Maybe I'll go out to San Diego and say, hey, Haas. Haas. Let's talk San Diego tacos. We need to talk about it. We need to. Yeah. We need to talk about how you abandon Abandoned. Kansas City. Yeah. Maybe he's a big fish taco fan and he wanted to go to the fish ta- taco capital. Well, you know, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he like barbecue? Come on. <laughs> I guess he was not a big barbecue fan. Oh, sad. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode, this special taco week episode of taco the town Taco Week. thanks for thanks for being on the show and i can't wait for taco week i know i'm so excited in fact i feel like we kicked it off a little early here we did i'm not even sad about it no i mean every week is taco week to us i know i know i mean we could have a taco week special edition every other month you really could yeah it's going to be exciting i'm going to try to eat at all the taco places i want to hear about it i i will attempt it Maybe let's I'll, talk about let's, it. I'm sorry. I keep using that same pun, <laughs> but it's so great. And don't let me forget to give you your Taco the Town t-shirt. I will not forget. Actually, here it is right here. We'll do it on the okay. air. Okay. And I feel like here's the laughing and clapping cue. <laughs> okay. Here you go. Here's your Taco Thank the you. Town first edition Taco the Town t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> so great. Portal Hall with tacos on top, y'all. So great. Well, thanks for being on the Thank show. Thank you. Thanks for talking about tacos with me. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC or on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review or just to give us a taco tip, reach out via email by sending a message to tacothetowntopics at gmail.com or just drop us a line on Twitter. Thanks to Curtis Siebold, engineer Matt Allen, and executive producer Chris Garibaldi. And thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you heard here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go go eat some tacos. tacos!